Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Bree, and I am joined today by friends of the podcast. My friend Susan is here. Hi, Susan. Hi. Which you all will hear Susan's voice in an upcoming episode. We recorded an episode a while to get, a while ago together <laughs> that I've been <laughs> saving because I'm like August into September is like, I feel like my personal slump month. So I've been mm-hmm. saving certain episodes for like, if you're feeling slumpish, we got you, but you'll, you'll, y'all hear Susan again. And then <laughs> you all know Alicia. Alicia is back. Hi, Alicia. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you two joined me for this month's books club. So if you're new to the podcast, every month we pick just kind of, we, it started out as a theme idea, but somehow in 2023, it's turned into like, we're actually reading specific lines. So this month we read heartwarming we read we did heartwarming july thank y'all for joining me um let's start with you susan had you read heartwarming before uh i think i've read like maybe one or two heartwarming before um yeah so like i I, like i kind of knew it was very like like almost like hallmarky and you know Mm -hmm. i love hallmark um kind of stories which i love so um i've read maybe one or two i can't remember it's been a while though um, so I was excited because it was kind of like fresh for me at the moment. Yeah. What about you, Alicia? Had you read it before? Yes, it's been a very long time though. Like I haven't, I've been collecting them. The biggest problem for the book collector is collecting books, but not reading them. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, I took your recommendation with the, we actually read the same book, not intentionally. And I loved it. I want to talk small town small town romance with you because if you're I feel like anybody that is um there's I've been reached out to by some friends that are like in discord and I I I do not have discord y'all so I don't know the terminology of how to describe how the conversations and stuff go but (laughs) with the announcement of afterglow it's been brought to my attention like another a fellow podcaster was like you have to talk like people are interested in picking up category because of this new line and so I've I've been like looking to see I know right I've been looking to see like what does it feel like people are reading and I feel like people are really in a small town romance era right now yeah and I feel like I mean hello that is heartwarming so like yeah what were y'all's if you can remember like kind of first impressions of the line and like anybody that's new to category like do you think this would be a good place to start um alicia what do you think i think it's a good place to start if you're concerned with like i have a friend that doesn't like a lot of spice in her romance so Mm -hmm. i recommended heartwarming to her because there's not really any like in the book that we read i think they kissed twice yeah um so like i think it's a good starting off point if you don't know what you what you like in romances like it's a good place to figure out if you like small town, if you like cowboy, mm-hmm. if you like, it's a good place to get it like a, a palate cleansing kind of thing, like to figure mm-hmm. out what you're into in, in the romance genre exactly. I think that is so true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Susan? No, I absolutely agree. I think it's a good, a good place, especially if you're starting to get into romance. And again, like you're not sure if you like, like a lot of spice in your books or you just need something to, that will make you smile. Um, that's what I feel like I like left after reading this book I just had a huge smile on my face and like I had just felt it felt good (laughs) so um, yeah I definitely think this is a good kind of starting point too if you're especially if you haven't really read a lot of romance before because it's all about at least 
in my book, I'm assuming most of the other heartwarmings are the same. It's just like all about that human connection. And it's got a lot of heart. And that's, you can't ask for much more out of that. (laughs) Well, I pulled them up on um, the Harlequin submittable. So we were talking and chatting before we hopped on here. So the first heartwarming book uh, released in 2013, according to Fiction Database, we have about 500 in 28 books. Don't know how accurate that is, but the first four, was it four? No, the, we first got two. Okay. So the first two released back in 2013, June of 2013, Innkeeper's Daughter by Marie Ferrarella, who is still writing in like multiple lines. And, uh, and then we had an Amelia, an Ingrid Weaver book that was called Amelia Winning. Does not sound like a title we would get nowadays. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, according to the submittable line, the submittable page, um, it's seventy thousand words. So as we can tell, like it is a little bit thicker. But I do love if you get them in physical copy, they are large print, so they're actually really easy to read. Yes, can we talk about that? Yes, go ahead. Because. <laughs> I wish all the lines were in larger print because I wear glasses and larger print is just easier on the eyes. Like I just wish it was more available than just, I think, I think the two lines that have it are heartwarming and presents. Yeah. You can get presents in large print. Yeah. I think romance too. Uh, Yeah. I think you can. Yeah. I think if you order them on Harlequin's line uh, website, I think most of them, you do have the option. So listeners, Get on Harlequin's website and order these books because you do, yeah. like like you said, Alicia, I wear glasses too. Susan, I think you wear glasses yeah. too, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 read, I read this one on my Kindle, so I, I can make it as big as I want it. Yeah. <laughs> the large um, print yeah, is so I, convenient. I, it's I've so ordered, great. Yeah, I've ordered a few from the website, and I believe my all my romance ones that I ordered were ended up being large print. And I didn't even realize, but it actually, I realized how nice it is to not have it tiny like to have it you don't have to print. squint <laughs> yeah, so nice. it was so, much, it was it's so nice, nice. Thing. <laughs> shout out to the glasses wearers out there we <laughs> tell you okay um so some of the details on the site so wholesome fun and feel good contemporary romances set in close-knit communities where the reader can escape to a world of love and belonging fall in love with small towns, friendly neighborhoods, and romances that always end with happily ever after. So some of the key elements, if you're an inspiring writer or just if like, I like you said, Alicia, I think, I think there's kind of two, two sides of the coin. If you're new to category, I think reading a heartwarming, so you can kind of decide, do I want a little bit more steam or Mm -hmm. not? I think is good. Or I feel like on the other side, it's, presents reading a presents to see is -hmm. this too much or is this just right like I (laughs) I think I think those are kind of like the two places that I'm like okay you need to try one of these to figure it out but um clean sweet feel-good stories that readers can share with friends and families of all ages their contemporary romances popular themes include small towns coming home Becoming a family, so single parents, children, and secret babies, holidays, um, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Western elements. I feel like the Western elements have been huge and heartwarming with like the last year. There's been a lot of cowboys. Um, characters are everyday men and women. There's really, there's no millionaires, billionaires in here. Uh, heroes are dependable, loyal, and honest. Heroines are optimistic, empathetic, and independent with strong ties to the people in the world around her. The settings are in North American small towns. 
Um, although the developing romance between the hero and heroine is always the focus, heartwarming's longer word count allows the author to show the family and friends around the central couple, which is nice. Um, heartwarming romances feature a low sensuality level so like alicia said you might get two kisses (laughs) maybe two um no explicit (laughs) or behind closed door sex nudity premarital sex profanity or graphic depictions of violence no explicit religious or christian content no paranormal no heavy suspense so yeah there's like um i feel like that's kind of what separates it from love inspired like there is no religious content in these but it is still sweet romance um and then obviously the the longer word counts so um what do you all think of the key elements does it say why they uh that line specifically has a longer word count like do they is that why that they want more of a family aspect i think it is because you know i i think and special edition is actually getting a longer word count now as well Uh, i can't remember if it's going to be seventy thousand or not but they have upped the word count for that but i just think i think with heartwarming mm, i think it's really special that we do kind of get to see the side characters because i feel like if you're reading like a romance or a presents sometimes you can kind of miss that um obviously Mm -hmm. like those books work so well as is but i don't know what do do you think did you enjoy getting to kind of like get that community aspect or or what what did you think Susan I did I I liked that it was a little bit longer and we got to see more people in the town because I think that's the fun part of like those small town romances you or like you meet more of the townspeople and you meet more of the it, it builds like the community like in my head like I start to like really build out the community when I meet more people um and it's kind of cool seeing that relationship especially in the one that I read, like just seeing that relationship between the main characters and like their family members or more people in the town that they lived in. Um, I'm a big cozy mystery reader too. And that's like something I love about cozy mystery series is like you, you meet like the quirky characters in town. Um, yes. <laughs> so it's just something I, I like really value um, in those like small town books, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think, Alicia? It was different, but I also really like, um, I come from a big family, so I like the, the family aspect, like that everybody's always in your business, because yeah. that's, re- that's real life. <laughs> yes. Like everybody's yes. always in your business. <laughs> and I got a kick out of the relationship between, especially with the one you and I read, Brie, um, how like in each other's business they all were. It was hysterical. That was basically what made me laugh the whole entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes it more real, I feel like, because... Sometimes when I'm reading a romance and you don't meet more of the people, it almost feels like just like these two characters are almost like in a vacuum and like there's nobody else around. But like in real life, you know, uh, there's lots of characters in your life. There's lots of people coming in and out and and everything like that. And that can change how you view certain things. So I feel like almost this line is almost like more, more real or more relatable, I guess, as a reader, because it makes it. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> no, I feel you. Cause I, I think that um, like when I was reading book one, cause I ended up reading book one and two in our, in the series we were reading Alicia and I, it felt very, I guess because not too long ago, I read uh, the sweetheart list by Jill Shalvis and you know, Jill Shalvis, every book is found family, right? I love her. I mean, and, and there is, you know, she does put some steam in there. So I think that's the, the difference, but I was like, it just reminded me of that feeling of like, if you're going to be, 
my partner, like we're going to be in love. We're going to be in each other's lives. Like my people are part of the package, kind of that Mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. Uh, And I, I love that with heartwarming. And like, I really felt it with the two books that uh, I read by the the Anna Grace books. It's like, yeah, they're part of the package deal. (laughs) You know, you kind of like fall in love with this person, but you can also like really fall hard for their family as well. And just wanting to be part of that community. So like, I was also thinking as I was reading, I was thinking like, what is it about right now that like, why is it that right now, small town romance is like having this moment? What do y'all think? Um, Alicia, what do you think? I think partially because of us being so busy as a society that like, we want to get back to that um, feeling more close knit. And sometimes, especially with like during the pandemic and stuff, everybody was so separated that like everybody wants to feel that closeness with their family, with their friend group, with their found family, whoever they're close to. And I guess that um, that brought the need for the found family books or this, the, the more connection, I guess. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Susan? Yeah, that is, I think she really hit the nail on the head with that for sure. And I just like society is so busy now I don't remember it being this way as a kid but I also was a kid so but like I just feel like we're so almost like separated and people want to slow down and I feel like when you're in that small town you slow down you 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 don't have all of the other distractions and it's like it's like warm and comforting in a way um and it's like it's like a a Hallmark movie like it's just like you're visiting this like warm and cozy town and like falling in love and it's just wonderful and I, I think that people are craving kind of that kind of thing um but yeah I agree <laughs> what for you because I feel like we all we we all read very similar like Susan you mentioned cozy mysteries I know yes. Alicia <laughs> loves cozy mysteries yes, I, I love do. cozy mysteries yeah what is it like when <laughs> you so think great. when you think of some of your favorite books set in small town whether it's romance whether it's cozy mystery like I think for example in the Anna Grace books, Alicia, like one of my favorite things is we spend so much time in the brother's diner. Yeah. I can't remember which brother runs it. Is it? Uh, I can't remember. One of the brothers runs the diner. Crap. 80 local. That's what it's called. Yeah. 80 yep. local. That, that I remember. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love, yeah. um, in, like I said, I mentioned the sweetheart list by Jill Shalvis. I mean, that's like a small town near Lake Tahoe. Um, but it too is like the if the hero heroine runs a bakery and next door is like the the local bar and I just love like those uh, places everybody hangs out. Nan Reinhardt did it in um, Home to River's Edge, like it, it, and and it, the, the series prior to that because they're connected. So much of it takes place in Max Diner, and it feels like you feel like you're there, like you feel like you know the townspeople because people are constantly coming in and out. So like, yeah, what for y'all are like some of the quintessential standout, like when you think back to your favorites, what about the small town, like helped you feel immersed? Uh, What about you, Alicia? This is dumb. I don't know if you read any of them in this series, Brie or Susan. Um, It reminded me a lot of um, the Seaside Cafe series, um, but done by Julianne Lindsay. It's a... Mm, The Cozy Mysteries. Yep. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. Cozy Mystery series of all time. Love Julie. Um, But like, it really reminded me of that because everybody's like the the one daughter has the tea shop, the grandmother has the bakery next door. Like it's just very mm-hmm. small town, very like everybody's connected and you know, everybody. 
and like I, in my mind when I like think of a small town I think of like the main street where you have like the coffee shop where everybody runs into each other and like all of those little things and like I come from a small town but I don't come from like a walkable small town like I had I lived outside of town and would like have to drive in to do anything yeah like, I just have all of these visions of like walking down the street and like the coffee shop and the little diner, like those things are like, like those walkable towns are like everything. That's like my dream to like yeah. walk out and be able to walk to the library and be able to walk to the coffee shop and like <laughs> the bookstore, like things like that. It just, it just feels like kind of like that quintessential, like perfect place to live, just those walkable areas. And I love that. And I love that, like you said, like when everybody like, like knows each other that has the shops next to each other and they have those little it almost makes me think of um I don't know if you guys ever watched the uh Good Witch with the Hallmark show yes that town like (laughs) yes that whole town like that's what I envision all of these small towns kind of looking like and I'm like oh that just sounds so like idyllic and beautiful (laughs) okay now I need to rewatch that and I know I know on Netflix (laughs) (laughs) I know they have on Netflix I need to rewatch it yeah me too (laughs) Like I have still been hold, holding out hope that they will bring that back. Okay, I'm so they keep on saying they're going to cancel it and then bring it back. So I don't know. <laughs> like so disappointed in Almar for that. <laughs> I know I know that change is good sometimes, but some shows should just stay. Yeah, some just they should stay. So I had the experience of like I was born in a small town in the Midwest. I'm originally from Missouri, and I lived there until high school. And then I moved to the big city. So I moved to Memphis in in high school and I've pretty much lived in kind of big cities since. Mm -hmm. Um, But even though, even though I live in San Antonio now, like I feel like I live in a small town, like I pretty much stay on my side of town. Everything's Mm -hmm. within like 10 minutes away that I need. But like when I go home to Missouri, my hometown is like, for one, it's the town where the state fair is held. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, there's like one time a year where it doesn't feel like a small town because there's like thousands of people there. But especially when I go downtown, like the feel of my hometown's downtown versus living in a big city's downtown are totally different. Like mm-hmm. it's just this main strip of like old buildings from like the early 1900s. Um, I'm seeing people our age, like people I went to school with that are like renovating them and like keeping the old feel on the outside but just wanting to like bring people back to downtown because for the longest Mm -hmm. like nobody was using those and like I think that's kind of like the feel that I love I love to see these small towns with um something that helps them thrive right like and 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 I I think it's interesting when um you see, and I didn't, I didn't get that, the feel like f- from these books, but like those small towns that like want to maintain the small town feel, you know, mm-hmm. because like you're con- people are constantly moving around and moving in and you're expanding, but like you want to hold on to that small town charm. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, but at the same time with the two books that I read, um, you get the close knit community feel but it also, in a way, something you said, Susan, earlier when we were talking about like the the other lines and how like you don't see a lot of extra characters and you can kind mm-hmm. of miss that. I don't feel like there was too much emphasis on the town itself. It was more of like the family. So like, what do y'all think small town romances and like family do, I think, different than 
I guess other romances where it's like, you know, whether it's like big city or even, you know, I, I think even sometimes small towns, like you can focus more on the town itself than like the family aspect. Am I Mm -hmm. making any kind of sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to family stuff, because I know it doesn't count per se to the point of sometimes when you're, when you meet someone and you date someone, it's important for your family to like them, at least to, depending on the person. Um, but like when they all get along and they're already friends, it makes it easier, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like sometimes if you don't have that, you want to read something like that to get that feeling. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I definitely, um, I agree with that. It's like, and uh, I guess with small town, when it's like the, the emphasis is on the town, I've noticed a lot of the books will be like the characters of the town will also feel like the family, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have noticed that happening a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I don't, yeah, (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Sorry. You know, it was like a really funny, it was a weird question that I like, I felt like made sense. I don't know. It's something that we, cause you can either read one where I've read some in the past, not necessarily heartwarming, but just like, I remember, um, I think it was a Ray and Thane series that I read and um, the hero in the first book was like this guy with a lot of money that came in mm-hmm. and his intentions was to help save the, the livelihood of the town. Like this town, I think it was like a big boating manufacturing company that okay. had closed. And so everybody yeah. like lost their livelihood. And so he comes in and they're like, oh, you're going to come in and try to change <laughs> things. And he's like, no, I really want to help this town and I do want to help keep it, you know, maintain the small town feel but like we do have to make some changes so I I like when we do get that glimpse of like the small town not wanting to change and like not Hmm. wanting to necessarily keep up with the times but it's like we can't all be broke at the same time yeah but then every now and again you'll read the ones where like you really you know you're in a small town and that's it and the focus is just so much on the family and it's I don't know I feel like that just hits differently in a small town versus like, because I feel like, okay, I think it because I think Susan, this comes from watching Hallmark. I yeah. think it all stems <laughs> yes. from, I think it all stems from like when yeah. you meet your girl and she's this busy lawyer in New York City, uh-huh. there's so much going on. And then she moves <laughs> to the small town. Yes. And like yeah. the Christmas tree shop is like going under and they have to save it. Kind yes. Of thing. Yes. Exactly. I think that's where it stems from. Yeah. I literally just read a book where that was the premise about a, a Christmas tree shop. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> I totally did not do Christmas in July. I am so disappointed. Y'all can take all my Christmas fan badges away. Because I, I didn't be knowing you. I didn't either, actually. I feel like this month has just been so crazy. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, it's August. And I totally I missed Christmas in July. <laughs> Here's my logic, though. I feel like if I did it, I would not really be that excited when like the countdown to Christmas comes because that's only yeah. a couple of months away at this point. Like yeah, starts Hallmark starts playing them in October, <laughs> right? We're in, we're, we're basically in August. So yeah, I don't do it, my guys. <laughs> They're already started with the pumpkin spice stuff and it's not even October. Bath and Body like, Works really? has already emailed me coupons mm-hmm. for fall candles. And I'm like, oh my that's goodness. Like, it's I on the other day. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. It's a hundred <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> but if you keep your AC on, you can light your candle and you can pretend it's fall. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so excited, but I just, I can't. Okay. August, maybe August, I'll budge. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so let's talk, let's talk the books. So, okay. Yeah. Susan, you start. What, okay. tell us what you, you picked. Tell us why you picked it and tell us your thoughts. I picked A Cowboy's Fourth of July by Melinda Curtis. Um, this is actually a NetGalley uh, arc that I got, um, but I picked it, like I requested it because I was like, oh, this sounds good and I don't know I've been kind of like into some cowboy stuff like books lately I don't know (laughs) oh I love Um, always in a cowboy romance era yes and usually I read like maybe eight cowboys and Mm -hmm. this is a lot different than that um (laughs) but I love like it was great I loved it I just watched that show on Hallmark ride um and this actually gave me a lot like reminded me a lot about it it was like um I don't know if either of you watched it but it was like a family that was like full riding and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it was really good. Um, and this kind of gave me the same vibes. And I think that's one of the reasons it was like in my head and I, that's why I requested it. Um, but the main character, his name is Dix Youngblood. Now, is that like a cowboy name? or That what? is such a cowboy name. <laughs> and when I first read it, I was like giggling because I was like, could you get any more cowboys than that? Um, I love it. <laughs> but it was, it was really, really good. It was sweet. So um, the, so Dix, Youngblood is he was a foster kid um, and he was super smart in high school and but he's kind of shy um, everybody kind of knew him but he kind of kept to himself he was really really smart he was tutoring Allison Burns who's our female main character um, in high school and he like was really just like in love with her she's beautiful she was a singer um, she was really popular um, but she became pregnant in high school and kind of like her world changed and um she in high school like it opens up like a scene of him tutoring her in high school and she's like asks him if he he will marry her and like out of (laughs) kind of out of the blue uh nobody knew who the father of her child was kind of thing um out of the blue and then it kind of like fast forwards to like uh present day uh so like many many years later her daughter's like i think 12 in the book um and dix had left town and he had gone off to college and been working for banks and he came back to work in the like local bank working with the loans and stuff um and he has to help Allison basically go and figure out like all of their loans like consolidating they're just like her ranch is in trouble her family's ranch is in trouble um and they hadn't seen each other in years and he's like all in love like he's just enamored by her and thinks she's just wonderful and um she no longer sings she's just like really focused on this baking competition um and she convinces Dix to be like the uh uh one of the judges for the baking competition and they kind of just start to get close together um it's like a lot is happening in this book there's like a baking competition they're falling in love her she's trying to figure out stuff with her daughter her daughter doesn't know who her dad is he turns out to be a singer from a local band that comes to play at this big fair for the fourth of july like rodeo fair and it's just it's so good oh my god (laughs) yeah it reminded yeah it was like just a lot going on and they had some really great liners though like like these like really wonderful like declarations of love throughout it that i just i just love um and i want to read a couple of them like i feel like this can help convince people to read this book so uh, i was happy i have been happy but i wasn't joyous you gave that to me and your love fills me up in all the hurt and empty places 
uh, looking oh at Alice and gave him the feeling of home. And so like he, and that line really made a big impact too, because like he was a foster kid and he was kind of bumped around a lot as a kid. And so like just looking at Allison gave him the feeling of home, like ugh, warmed my heart. Um, how long do you need me? She asked him. He hoped forever. And I just feel like if you like small town, Hallmark movies, second chance romance, fake dating, because at one point they have to fake date um, and cowboys. Like and cowboys. Fake I'm still Fake stuck radio. on he hoped forever. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> I would pass like, out. I was yes. <laughs> I had the biggest grin on my face like reading this book. It was really, really good. Um, it had a lot of tropes in it. Like I said, like there was fake dating because at one point Allison and Dix had to like pretend they were dating because she didn't want her daughter's father to know that like to know that it was because it was like a secret baby situation basically mm-hmm. um she didn't want him to know and eventually that all got resolved because Dix convinced her like your daughter should know who her father is kind of thing and it was good it was just really good <laughs> oh, I love it okay you have to keep us posted on like what you pick up next if you pick yes. up more Melinda Curtis yeah I haven't read her before have you guys read her no I haven't I've heard so, the name. Yeah, when I read, when I, okay, before I knew that I was reading Harlequin, I was like new to the whole book blogging thing. And mm-hmm. a friend reached out and was like, hey, there's some authors that are looking for some romance readers. Would you be interested in like reading their books? And I was like, of course. And so I got, I started getting sent the Blackwell Brothers, or it's called like Return of the Blackwell Brothers series. Okay. And it's like uh-huh. Melinda Curtis, um, a whole group of authors, basically. Carrie Lynn Webb, um, Amy It's a Vaccine. huge series, isn't it's it? A, it's, well, it's it's maybe like five or six books in each series. Maybe like okay. four or five books in each series. So that's how I learned about Miss Mel Curtis. Um, but yeah, you're going to have... She's like, I feel like one of the the big heartwarming names. So like, if you read more from her, you got to like let yeah, us know what you think. I really, yes. really enjoyed it. And I was... I, and she... This is part of actually a series. Um, called the Cowboy Academy. There's the, this was book two. Um, so I have to go back and read book one because I didn't yet. Um, a Cowboy Worth Waiting For. And then book three is A Cowboy Christmas Carol. And this book actually just came out, I think, this past week. So A Cowboy Christmas Carol would be like the future. Um, probably one of... Yeah, I think it was published July 25th. So this is a new one. So if any of the listeners and readers out there want to catch this one, it's brand new. I think it was in like the heartwarming box set that you can get. Um, okay, let me real quick. So we have an email from our friend Erin Thorne, who lives in Australia. Um, and she picked up a book for Books Club for heartwarming. So she picked up Virginia McCullough's The Ranchers, Wyoming Twins. Uh, She says it was an okay read for her. She liked the setting, but found that the romance wasn't as strong as I'd like. The story felt like a string of events rather than a solid romance. It's rated highly, though, so perhaps she's missing something. Totally get that. Uh, But she would like to recommend Beth Carpenter's work. Her Northern Light series is great. She particularly particularly enjoyed An Alaskan Homecoming. So thank you, Erin, for sharing that. And then she... um, has recently read and enjoyed 
uh, Louisa Heaton's Greenback Village GP series was wonderful. She's enjoyed Marguerite Kay's writing, Kate Hardy's latest medical, and is currently making her way through the July Mills and Boone Forever romance box set. Um, so yay, shout out to the romance line. Santa <laughs> Montefiore, who she's a fan of, also had a new release that she's recently loved. Um, so thank you, Erin, for reaching out and for reading with us this month. Um, Alicia. You yes. kick us off because uh, okay, <laughs> we got to chat, Anna. We Great. have to chat. <laughs> You're the reason I read this book because you wouldn't stop talking about it. And I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read A Rancher Worth Remembering by Anna Grace. And I will say that this is my first book by Anna Grace, not my last. Um, it is a story about Jet and is it Clara? Clara, yeah. Yeah. I'm bad with names. Um, <laughs> and sort of second chance romance because, like, they liked each other in high school, but then he asked her out and I, she never showed up or responded. Um, she has a, she has a, we learned that she has anxiety. Anxiety, she, yeah. How, what he asked her to do caused an, an attack. <laughs> I mean, it would, call, it would, it would, it's not an ideal first date. It's declining. No. I don't think that's an ideal first date. <laughs> Maybe like 10th date. Yeah. Um, but like they're kids. And then I guess like he leaves, um, he leaves town. Um, he, he gets a scholarship. His, her father is his teacher in mm -hmm. high school. Both of the parents are, are teachers in the high school and he recommends him applying for this scholarship and then he gets it and then goes off to, was it Seattle? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's like it Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. And he becomes a, very um highly well-known businessman and then comes back to rebuild his grandfather's house or like tear it down and rebuild it um he didn't have the best home life like he was in and out of the foster system his grandfather took him in but it wasn't like a he wanted to kind of thing. loving home i yeah. guess yeah um and so he was kind of adopted by clara's parents inadvertently and he's best friends with all the brothers. And the meat cute of them running back into each other was the cutest thing I've ever read. I actually highlighted that whole page because it was so cute. Um, she hits him with her bike. Yeah. I was like, I was like, are you kidding? Um, like and, he's riding a bicycle and runs. Oh, over. I love that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I was like, are you kidding? Um, That's so small town, though. I mean, people yeah, bike in a big city too, but like. It Come is. on now. You can literally just save gas and ride your bike around town to get around. Yeah. I love it. Yes. And I don't know if it was on purpose or like, or if she played it like the way that she didn't remember him. Like, oh, I yeah. couldn't no, tell. Yeah. He, I don't think she really did at first. That's but what he, I was thinking. Yeah. And but he kind of picked sure. up like, she doesn't know who I am. Yeah. 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 Because it's been like 10, 11 years since they've seen each other. Mm -hmm. And then she's a matchmaker, which I kind of loved. Y'all, that the is one of my favorite things in romance is put more matchmakers in romance. I mean, usually it's like fun grandmas and stuff, but like as a profession. I, I know I know we're not gonna get more of a side story with this character, but she's the reason they bump into each other is he was there for moral support for his friend who was meeting the matchmaker, and then she's the matchmaker. Yeah. So like and he thinks they matchmakers bump are full of crap. He thinks it's yeah. full of crap. Oh. Yeah, it's so great. And then 
can I just say how much I love that friend because he's like a little like Labrador and I want like to hang out with him because he's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> like, he he was just so, so adorable. Bad. Yeah. He was just so cute. And I was like, oh, you're trying so hard. Please stop. <laughs> like I was getting like secondhand embarrassment from some of these dates that she would put together. Oh. I was like, oh, God. Um, and they meet at her brother's diner. That's where we yeah. get introduced to the diner. Yeah. The diner. Um, you don't exactly meet the other brothers till later. I'm curious because um, I did see that the series as of right now is going to be four books. But like, I really want the other family members love stories like the one that I believe got divorced, like the older brother that doesn't say much. The single, is, it, is, he, is he the single dad? Yeah, he's I the oldest. I feel like his is the next one. I feel like oh my, comes out I in can't September. wait. <laughs> yeah. And it's I think if that's him, it's called it's the heroine comes to town and she's the football coach. I love it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I love it. Susan, you got to read this, read this series. Yes. It's so no, good. I'm halfway. Th- sounds great. I'm halfway. <laughs> I'm halfway through book two. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm halfway through book two. Um, but it's just like, he still is in love with her and she loves him, but because of her anxiety, she's doesn't want to say it. And literally I yelled at my, book and I was just like just talk to each other please yeah. <laughs> um I think at one point one of our siblings is like if he's gonna be with you he kind of needs to know that this is what's going on with you right. you know like this mm-hmm. is you yeah I did appreciate the representation though because anxiety is real yeah mm-hmm. oh, um yeah. but I like I loved her family even though her parents were retired and traveling like they were always there even though the one sister lives in I think Oregon um or Portland rather yeah um and even though they live further apart they're like always in each other's business and they have family dinners every two weeks and I love the, the little add-in part of like the horse I forget the horse's name but Shelby Shelby yeah. yeah that was just so cute I was like oh my. and they and they like walk together and stuff I was like oh it's so cute um oh. Uh, I used to ride horses um, a lot so that kind of like relationship between Mm -hmm. the rider and the horse is a very important relationship so that was really someone that has anxiety I didn't even really realize that like I yeah I Alicia you know like um because my my little nephew has cerebral palsy and I didn't know that they like you could use horses for Mm -hmm. therapy like that but he has his horse Dusty and Dusty like warms his muscles and they just kind of trot around so like horses are amazing they are amazing we don't deserve horses I had I I had two when I was doing it I had Pudge and his and his and his and his name was Pudge for a reason he was a fat thing um any writers listening please give us a horse name i love him and then the other one that i worked with that only really worked with me oddly (laughs) enough he didn't like anybody else uh (laughs) was his name was skippy they named him after peanut butter because he was the color of peanut butter yeah so i did that for a good six or seven years so i love that like and and the organization that i worked with helped kids with disabilities like um a couple kids that I worked with were kids with Down syndrome, et cetera, and things like that, anxiety. And it was just, it was great. I wish that was written more into books like yeah. that because the, the relationship between an, any animal, per, uh, not just horses, is important for people with anxiety or any other type of disorder. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was almost like, it was very subtle, but it was almost like 
Shelby, when he saw her, it was like almost like work mode. Like, like I got to be there for her. I have to go check on her and make sure she's It was okay. so cute. It was so <laughs> sweet. I love um, that. The thing that, like, all of that, everything Alicia shared, guys, because I read the same book as her. Um, <laughs> but the thing that got me the most, okay, I there was something that she kept saying in this book that I can remember a friend it had to be like 2009, 2010. And I was in airman leadership school and there was this girl and we were like, I think I was like newly single at the time and she was married. And I remember us like getting done with PT one day and I was like, like, what advice do you have? And she was like, never waste your time on anybody that's not crazy about you. Like she said it so nonchalantly, but so seriously. And like to this day, I'm like, that is the best advice I've ever had. And they kept saying something like that in this book. Like, yeah. Don't waste your time. It was like, never waste your time on anybody that's not like into you. And I just was like, oh my God, Anna Grace. (laughs) That was my favorite part. I love that. She literally said, she's like, don't talk to exes. Like, because Mark was the guy that was like always there. So, you know, we all all have that friend that still talks to all their exes. And you're just like, oh my God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But she was like, you're not allowed to talk to them, even if they're having like an issue, like. I was like, we need more of her in like today's society of like, you can't talk to exes, all that other stuff. I don't know. It was just, it was just funny. Cause like, I loved that it was also, she helped the people that were older. Cause like, yeah. I think people deserve, like, even if it is later in life, you still deserve love and partnership. Like, mm-hmm. I love that she was helping. What was it? The football coach? The football coach. He had this oh, my, he was my on. favorite. <laughs> oh my goodness. He was my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, one of the ones I highlighted, uh, she was talking with this woman named Pam, and she's like, um, Pam, what is love rule number one? Because she has all these <laughs> rules. And she's like, Pam, study the tabletop. Never waste time on someone who isn't into you, she muttered, because you are amazing. I think she Aww. was the nurse. I think yeah. Pam was the nurse. <laughs> That's um, wonderful advice. It's so yeah. good. So, I mean, I read, I mean, I know you're halfway through it, Alicia. I read the next book. You can spoil it. I'm still going to um, read it. You can spoil. <laughs> I like, uh, I don't want, I don't want to spoil it. So in, in the Is it sec- good though? It's good. I will say okay. like, I personally really loved book one a little bit more. Okay. Um, But book two, it's still, it's still fantastic. Um, So in this, this, in book two, it is, oh my gosh, Bowman, because he hates his name. It's It's, Bowman. They're all named after trees or something, right? (laughs) Yeah. He's a firefighter who's currently suspended. Like he, um, there was a fire and he like ran back in to save someone's dog or cat. I think it was a dog. Yeah. Cause there's like a poster of him. Somebody snapped a picture of him finally walking out of the building, holding this dog and it's become this poster. And so like women are flocking all over to come take a picture with this hot <laughs> firefighter. And he's like, this literally caused me to be suspended from doing my job. But like, and, and they're like, you shouldn't have done that. And he's like, how bad would it suck to not only lose like your home, but your pet too. Like I can't do that to somebody's like I have to save them. So this is his romance with Maisie. She's a doctor. She's come to town and they have to like work together to do like this kids camp on his family's ranch. So the horses are really involved in this one. Um, (laughs) His thing is like, uh, so Maisie's, I feel like her conflict is like really strong in this one. Like she lost her little brother when they were kids. Like, I think she was like seven or eight and her brother was maybe like three or four. And he like, 
ran out in the street. He wasn't hit by the car, like the car dodged him, but he still like, I guess, hit his head really hard and, and died. And her mom blamed her. Like you were supposed to be watching him. And she's like, I didn't know I was supposed to be watching him, you know? And so she is very, like, she plays it safe. And so like being with a firefighter who runs back into a burning building to save a dog isn't exactly what she's looking for right now. (laughs) Um, So this is like, this is, this is their romance. Um, You know, Bowman's thing is like, women in the past have tried to change him. So there's there there's that push and pull. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just also like just undeniable chemistry. I love seeing them work with the kids. There was like one little girl that would not ride the horses without Bowman. And I think her dad, her dad was, I think her dad was actually like the head firefighter. But like there's this moment where like she gets on the horse herself. Like she, he he's like, oh my God, she's on the horse without me. Like I have to go over there. And Maisie's Aww. like, no. You have to let her do this by herself. And she's like, I have to be brave like my dad. And I Oh cried. my God, I would okay. cry. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> the way that Anna like wrote the scene, it was like so intense. And then you get that little, I have to be brave like my dad. And I oh just my God. I just lost it. So but it, it's it's really like and with her not wanting to be in a romance with somebody that's the complete opposite of what she's looking for, you do see her kind of like she is like dating other people and asking Clara to set her up. And like this other sister, Piper, comes in and she's like, you're going to have to put yourself out there if you think you have a shot. You have to go for it. Otherwise, like we're going to because Piper and Clara do the matchmaking together. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, otherwise cute. she's going to do her job and she's going to find her somebody. But obviously, like they're his sisters. They know he wants to be with her. But like. We're going to give you some competition, dude. Like, We're not going to make this easy for you. So um, I really enjoyed it. I cannot wait for what comes next. I think the next book comes out, I feel like September. Uh, okay. So we don't have to wait very long. I'm not, I I feel like it, it is the single dad. And like yeah, I said, it, the, the heroine's a football coach. So I can't wait to see this. Dynamic. I have to say that like the fact that they didn't, they weren't like ashamed of the dad being a single dad and like i'm i was just curious by how they talked about the brother and how like closed off he was like what happened yeah or like how it happened or i don't know i just i love second like second chance romance is my catnip yeah and i think if you're new like we've been talking a lot about like if you're new to like not new if you're in your small town romance era and you're new to category one thing about this series i think especially in in book one you know, small town, they don't play about football. Football is like king in small towns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so in both one, books one and two, you're seeing a lot of like the high school football players. Uh, Budget in book one comes up with an idea of like having them help him renovate a home and like his way of repaying them is like building a scholarship, building scholarships for them. Um, So like helping to get them out of the small town, which I thought was interesting. Um, But Jet mm-hmm. was like this kind of, I don't want to say a big football star, but he had like one game that after all these years, when people see him, they remember, oh, you remember you caught that pass or that you caught that throw against the game against so-and-so. And And it's like only in a small town, I feel like, is that a big deal? So like, (laughs) yeah, it just has those little sprinklings of like all the small town goodness, I feel like. Um, So yeah, I feel like this was a successful month, you guys. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, Alicia, tell us, let's let's talk what we've been reading. I know you found something really special you wanted to share. And then, Susan, let's get into yeah, what you've been reading. I'm, I'm reading a little bit of everything because I'm a chaos human. Um, 
I'm actually in the middle of <laughs> I'm at, I'm in the middle of a horror right now. I'm actually reading a sequel to a horror book that came out last year that I loved. I'm reading a horror right now too. Who am I, I becoming? <laughs> what are you What are you reading? Tell me, tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me. Um, I'm reading uh from Net Galley. It's called Vampires of El Norte by Is- Isabel Canyas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I read her book that came out. Was it 2021? The Hacienda, which was really good. Oh, it's got, yeah. it's got Rebecca vibes. It's got oh, hardcore Rebecca vibes. It's so good. Um, and I'm, I really want to read that. I'm actually reading um, the sequel to My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. Ooh. Okay. Highly recommend. Um, if you, if you want, like he writes more literary horror is the okay. best way I describe it. Um, he's one of my favorite authors. I own everything he's written. Um, but I'm also reading like some children's books. Like I found a couple children's books with um, dis- um, characters with disabilities in them. And um, having cerebral palsy myself, that's like important, especially like I wish I had some of these books when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, is it one author or is it a group of authors? No, it's a couple authors. Um, I highly recommend if you want to look into like um, YA. Um, I think it's called Nothing But But the Heartstrings. Um, it's called it's by Melissa C. And she's a um, um, she's a author with um, cerebral palsy. So like it's coming from someone that understands it, and it's really good. It's about two kids that are in like a Juilliard program, sort of. Um, the one girl is a cellist and the other one, I believe, is a violinist. And um, the girl has CP and she's um, drawn. She looks like um, her feet are pointed out, which is, a, which is a symptom of CP. So it was nice to see the cover actually reflect what was in the book. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. love that. I would highly recommend. She writes a lot of books with with um, characters with different types of disabilities and the representation is correct, at least in my, in my perception. Um, Susan, what are you reading? I also am a chaos human and read all kinds of different books. (laughs) (laughs) So when you said that, I was like, oh, that perfectly describes me as well. Um, Most recently I finished um, the last, the last one left, the new Riley Sager book, um, which is also like a horror thriller book. That one was pretty good. Um, and then last night I just started Peg and Rose Stir Up Trouble, which is uh, a cozy mystery, and it's a part of a the senior sleuth. So it's like these two older ladies who oh, like God, solve no. crime. I, I need to read, read the- it just off of that. <laughs> yes, um, I was like, it's almost like Golden Girls vibes. I love um, it, but they're also solving crime. So like, what's not to love? I think this is the second one in this series. This was like a neck alley. Um, another night. I'm trying to catch up on my neck alley books, guys. I'm really quiet. Same. Same. (laughs) Always. It's like every time I almost am fully caught up, I'm like, I see all these other books. I'm like, ooh, I really want to read that one too. (laughs) And then I'm like, darn it, my percentage is down again. Um, But this one actually just came out this week. So, um, and it's the second book in the series. Um, But yeah, it's these two older ladies who solve crime. And so like, you got to love that. Um, so I'm super excited. And then on audiobooks right now, I'm listening to a historical fiction called Ladies of the Lake. Um, and it's so far, like it's, um, it's about like a group of young girls um, who are in like 
New England, I believe. And uh, they go to this private school and it's the early 1900s and like their friendships that like formed and then it kind of fast forwards to, I think it's like the 40s um, where their daughters are going to the same school and something happened, like some big event happened. I just don't know what yet um, that kind of like separated all of these friends. And so it's like about a lot about female friendship and stuff like that. And I'm enjoying that one so far. Oh my gosh. The chaos humans unite. Uh, yeah, like that was like so like wild, like the, the books that I'm reading, but they're all very good. They're, I'm so all over the place. Like I go from romance to horror to like, everybody's like, well, what's the pitch for your YouTube channel? I'm like, I'm a chaos human that reads a little bit of everything. So. Everyone will like it then. If you Every, read there's something for everyone. Yes. That's how I feel. Cause I also read a lot of like children's books. Why? Like I love reading like stuff like that too I mean like books and people are like we have kids I'm like yeah but my kids are like almost five and almost two like they're not reading middle grade quite yet but I am (laughs) like I love it then you can recommend them books when they get that age (laughs) yeah I'm just like I go to the library I'm like I I want I want to work I want to be here because I could tell all these people all these books that they should be reading (laughs) oh you would be the best librarian Susan you would (laughs) I I really think about sometimes going back to school because you have to have a master's in library science to be a librarian like I think about it all the time like it also depends on your it depends on your county too. Sometimes they don't require the master's program oh, yeah, for that. Well, I've heard I've... some of them are becoming a little bit lenient because they they get it. Like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. expensive to go to school in America. Yeah, <laughs> especially I have now. a friend who's a librarian, and she um, she said that she knows a lot of um, like moms who who went back to school and like slow, but like were still working in the library when they did that. So maybe when my my youngest gets to school too, like. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll start going back to school now or look into and volunteering or something. And we're gonna have to like we're gonna do like a come like chaos human reunite episode, and we're like Susan's yes. a librarian. <laughs> yes. So oh my I'm gosh, just, I love it. I'm just going to read like what's on my Libby. I can't really say I'm actually reading anything, but um, of course I am reading The Vampires of El Norte. That's on my Kindle. I'm mostly reading that at night. I think because it is kind of, okay, like it, it is a love, so far, it is a love story, but it is also has like monsters. Pretty sure the girl, I mean, obviously it has vampires in the, the title. I haven't actually gotten to like what the monster that, came out of the woods was yet but like now it's just following the hero it's like nine years later and like he is kind of like what I can't remember which Twilight movie I think it was the second one where Edward's not there but he but Bella can like she does all these crazy things to like feel him like be around her it's giving me those vibes like he's like okay I can feel her here and like he's Mm -hmm. just kind of constantly running I feel like away from where they're from obviously because she died but like yeah like you just get that sense of like a big part of him is missing and I'm loving that but it's also like really really dark Uh, and I like dark in the sense of like a book you want to read at night I don't want to say it's like like a dark romance or anything like it's very atmospheric like Alicia you said the other book felt very like Rebecca Rebecca, this is very kind of like I guess like historical gothic vibes but it's like vaquero like it's it's old like texas and mexico i don't know i'm loving that seems to be that seems to be her vibe because the without giving anything away the the background of the hacienda is like 1880s mexico 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, it's very like, and then religion plays into it a little bit because one mm. of the characters is a priest. Like it's just, mm. it's, it's very like that kind of gothic. I love when we get something <laughs> that's a that. little different. Yeah. Uh, audio. I do have really good actually by Monica Heisey. I'm only like 10% into this. I'm really loving it. It is the very beginning. Um, she goes through a divorce and like the way that she kind of starts it off. It's like, maybe he left me because of this. Like I like to take long showers and he sings too loud. And like the little (laughs) things that like, before you know it have just kind of added up and the marriage is over. Like those little details, like it wasn't anything big. It's just gradually over time. You leave your plate out. I forget to wash your socks. Like, like the little things that before you know it, it's just like, yeah, these are the things that ruined us kind of thing. Uh, But I'm not too, I'm not very far into it. So it's like, it literally, she's gotten divorced she just told her friends and they're like we'll be there in 30 minutes (laughs) it's good um i do have a medical box set check out i haven't started it yet the medicals from may i have a couple of those that i really wanted to read um mickey chambers shakes it up by cherish reed uh i do have that on audio and then i just got silver nitrate by sylvia moreno garcia (gasps) i'm so excited i'm so excited for that one me too (laughs) i got the audiobook from the life you know what sometimes the library man you're like, okay, good. I have like three weeks, four weeks to wait for this. And then bam, it comes in Two earlier days later. than you expected. Yes. And <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm not ready, but I'm not going to return it yet. So <laughs> That's what happened with my book club book. Cause I like put the hold on it. Cause it said there was like an eight week hold. I'm like, okay. And then it comes in like three days later. I'm like, um, <laughs> I, wasn't, I, wasn't I don't ready. need to read this for like another month, but, yeah. um, <laughs> well, um, as I shared with you too, cause I was like, I don't know. I was kind of torn this, this year we've been really just kind of like focusing on lines unintentionally. Like I feel like mm-hmm. last year we did tropes, which was really fun, but I feel like I'm going to just continue it. So we're going to do love inspired August here on the podcast, um, which is going to be interesting. I promise we will have an episode. I will be going back to work for the first time since 2019 in August. Um, but I, promise you we will talk some love inspired i personally love love inspired um i actually would like to challenge myself to actually read some love inspired suspense so i'm gonna take this really really serious susan where can everyone keep up with you online uh you can find me on instagram at what susan reads and it's what period susan period reads um on instagram that's usually where you can find me the most um and you can see all the chaoticness of my feed because I read a lot of different stuff. Um, but I hang <laughs> out on my stories. Human. Yeah, I uh, hang out on my stories a lot. Um, but yeah, I read a little bit of everything. So if that is you, you would love to follow me, I think. <laughs> you would. You, you should totally be following Susan. <laughs> Alicia, where should we be following you? Um, Instagram at Birdie in the Books. Um, that's where I post pretty much everything. And um, my... YouTube channel as well as Birdie in the Books. So if you want to find me, that's mostly where I am. <laughs> well, thank you both for laughing and chatting and swooning over small town heartwarmings with me today. This has been great. Thanks for <laughs> thank having you for me. having me.